Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. Welcome back to the Life Wide Open podcast, guys. We're back. We're rolling. We're getting back into the swing of it every week. So if you haven't yet subscribed, we're trying to get 200,000 subscribers. We're at 130 right now. And we just started the podcast uh, a little over a year ago to this day. And Happy birthday. yesterday, uh, I just remember CJ kind of chiming out in the shop. He goes, six years ago, this was yesterday, but six years ago, basically today, we made our channel. Yep. Didn't no have way. any videos so, on it so yet. Wait, the podcast so, yeah. and the main channel both the have the same birthday? The podcast wasn't on the same birthday, but, but it was very around close. Very, very close. close. I mean, basically. Isn't that crazy, though? Yeah. So six, six years ago, how much has changed since then? I, it was funny because I, I got that notification on my when I went to upload the video, and I was literally walking down the stairs, and I was like, I got that, and I was like, wow, that's crazy. And I look up, and I'm like walking past your Lambo. I'm like looking around the shop. The I'm shop. like, man, dude, how much has changed? I'll you know? quite li- literally. I, go ahead. You go ahead. I was going to say, and I had literally the worst day yesterday. I was editing, and I was having the hardest time editing, and I was just literally like, what you, the fuck? Honestly, it would have been it was a miserable. good time to quit. It was Six miserable. Years, I know. No, I was think, I was like, I thought about it for a second. I'm like, maybe I'm fucking losing it. And I was like, no, no. And I mean, the video came out and it's it's awesome. Everyone loves it. But yeah, dude, I I had one of those days, what, three videos ago for the helicopter drop video. 
the worst day ever, and it's just like all everything that, that just was, hits you yeah. at once, and you're just like, what the fuck? You just can't get into the flow of anything. You got a deadline at seven o'clock. If you miss it, people are mad around here. The fans are mad. Well, the problem is it's there's also like so a lot stressful. of variables, but yeah, it is crazy though. So, anyways, it was inspiring though to me because I went home and I was like, man, six years ago today. I never go back in my camera roll because I don't really take pictures, but I just don't like going and reliving just, you know, the past. I'm not really about that. But I was like, I'm going to go back and look because I remember I wasn't sure if I had taken like screenshots of stuff of the channel when it was just bare bones. Yep. And I did, but I didn't know what I was really doing. So I took some screen grabs. We can put them up on the screen, uh, but I'll show you guys right here. I took a screen grab of when we posted our second video. So the giant slip and slide, 15 hours ago, it had 116 views. And then Life of a Sea Boy, our very first video, was posted two weeks ago at that point, and it had 853. Wow. I literally distinctly remember for the slip and slide video of you. I think at the time you took out your phone. Maybe you didn't have your camera with yeah, you. Yeah, I didn't, didn't have a camera. I was just camera using yet. an iPhone. You took your phone out, and I remember like we got all of us had the same reaction anyone has when you film them when you're like not ready for it <laughs> and, and you were you were just like what are you doing this is you were like i'm vlogging this is what we're doing now so just just get used to me filming you it was an iphone 6 yeah and it was all cracked and the battery was running out <laughs> so i was i had a portable battery plugged in and i just had it in my pocket and i was just filming everything then i ran out of space so then like Middle of it, I'm deleting shit off my phone, trying to make more space so I can keep filming. Yeah, I remember that, like, quite literally like it was yesterday. Uh, I have a screenshot, or not a screenshot, a picture of the computer at Quartz Plus, where I, I used like, to work. Where you were working. Where we had our, we hit 1,000 subscribers, and I was working at Quartz Plus, and I took a picture. What was the date of that? The date when we hit our first 1,000 subscribers was October 18th. Oh, wow. So 2016, like three months later. Yeah. So at the time, the shifter cart on the highway video was we had posted three videos after that. But that video had 38,000 views, which thought it was viral. And we were thinking this is viral. 38,000 views, which is really nothing. For three only having three videos on the channel. It was and it was to us. Um, I also like I've got to say for anyone listening that we we say what up to if they say I've been watching since the shifter cart video or somehow before that, the slip and slider, but whatever. The saw, shifter cart video, you are an OG. You Dude, are. there's a lot. That's yeah. where that's where there's I start to lot. get skeptical because it's like everybody's like, oh, I've been watching since the first video, the shifter cart one. I'm like, hmm, <laughs> man, it, it can't be that many. I've sure met guys. a lot of you <laughs> yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure but, a lot of them are honestly But if you OGs, think, I yeah, like them, 38, let's say, uh, let's say 50,000 views before the end of the year, maybe even more. So if, if like 20,000 of those were were like Midwestern, maybe because that's where YouTube was pushing yeah. it. I just love when, when they say that that was their first video or just I love when people do remember their first yeah. video they watch. Get a load of this. So October 18th, 2016, we hit 1,000 subscribers. And then November 8th, 2016, we hit 10,000. Wow. So we, wow. we were blowing up rather quickly just because uh, that video. I mean, I don't want to say blowing up, but we were. 
Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create. Whether it's music analysts, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We're gaining mm-hmm. in size quickly at that time. And at that point, we were posting quite a bit. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we had posted three videos since then. And I, then we hit 20,000 subscribers November 25th. So wow. we doubled again. I remember those days. Like, I, I remember when it took off. The shifter car video took off. And we were all at Dave's shop. And we would refresh the like live subscriber count and it would go up, you know, like a hundred. Yeah. And, you and we'd be like, crazy. holy shit. And I mean, it was at the time, yeah. you know, the growth, but I remember like us all sitting there mm-hmm. refreshing, refreshing, refreshing and just watching it tick up. That's and pretty good. We, and like 10 K in a matter of, that under is, a month. yeah, that's, still that's really good. good. And then, uh, December 23rd, we hit 30,000, uh, January 18th with 40. I have like a bunch of, I, I must've stopped at 40 anyway. So I was like, kind of reliving all these like old moments and and stuff i haven't looked at them really ever i don't think but i thought it was cool because we had like now we have time stamps of a little bit of uh to see what was happening Mm -hmm. when i think back to six years we've done so much stuff in six years and like the scale of it that does not that long of a time but then when you think back to how many things that we've done it seems like Mm -hmm. a really long time ago just because we packed so much in in that time so it's like if we continued on that same, same, just like busyness mm-hmm. and like, where are we going to be in six years from now? Know. But not, not just where are we going to be? What are we going to do in between now yeah. and six years? 100%. Right. Dude, it's crazy how fast it went by. Yeah. Like it's just flowing it like, by. I was telling you, Alex that. When you look, look back on it, the six years simply went like, like that. Dude, it's been cr- absolutely like almost to the point where I'm scared how like fast things are going now I, I know now we're getting older I'm it like, was like Mudge. it was literally it was, it was monday like an hour ago that's what <laughs> and I, now it's friday a day or a week can go slow and then you look at the board and i remember like it was yesterday when we wrote down our month's plan and i go geez we're almost done with our month's plan like what are we gonna do next month right and now we're back to it hey, back to it it's just amazing how living like life Always going, how yeah. fast it can right. I think it's by. the best way to live because you, totally. you, uh, I don't know. I think it, it gives you the most fulfillment and like happiness. But get this, guys. So, you guys know I don't like scrolling back and, and looking at the past because it kind of reminds me or whatever. And also, I have really bad night terrors. You guys know, like, I always have bad dreams, it seems like. This was a different type of night terror. <laughs> okay. I didn't wake up screaming, like, ah. He woke up looking through his camera roll. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I was looking at those pictures before I went to bed. I go to bed. I woke up in the middle of the night, like half awake, half whatever. And my room's all dark. And I thought I was in my parents' basement again in like 2016, 2017. My heart sank and I was like so fucking like, I was like, is this, where am I? And then I realized I was back in my room. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> and then I went back to bed and did it again. Holy crap. Oh my God. That's, that, that's. That, that's so how much fucking you, PTSD you, I have from that era of time. Like I, I woke up like, like 
Oh no! It was that all a dream? Like, like the last six years? Mm-hmm. I thought I was just back to where we were, and I, I was just like, "No!" Wow! <laughs> it's like when you're when your Xbox I gets rather, corrupt or something, and you're just about done bro, with the video game. I'd rather wake up screaming or like sleepwalking. That was the worst. That was probably the worst night terror I've ever had. Oh my Dang. gosh! Wow. Yeah, dude, that is. Fun. I mean, I have nothing to compare that to. But like when I've been waking up recently, like almost where you're about to doze off, I for a second ago. Where am I again? <laughs> like just you know, dead sober, just like sleeping, kind of like about to fall asleep and go. Oh yeah, mostly because like I don't sleep. I sleep all over the place. But like I, I did that when I was staying in my bed the other night. I go, where am I again? <laughs> so you know yeah. you haven't slept in your yeah, bed in a I long know. time. But dude, that's crazy. Like dude. what? Talk about like a a niche like a terror to have. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I thought I was back to like a, a like back in time gr- to a like, harder time in your life. Yeah. Where you weren't uh, necessarily happy. Yeah, it was terrible. It's weird. I like Especially sat up. Had, it happened two times, around, dude. And I, I kind of had to like, okay, never mind. We're, I know where I'm at now. And I had a, a dream last night. It wasn't a night tear, but it was a really good dream. I had <laughs> it be nice. I had a dream that I walked into the garage and Ryan's Camaro wasn't there. And I go, what happened to your Camaro? And he goes, I sold it. I go... Before we could finish the tires off, <laughs> why would you do such a thing? There was still good tread left, Ryan. And he was like, "Yeah, I sold it. It was just time to go down the road." And I was like, "Mad." I was like, "Dude, what? Why would you do that?" And then you guys all come out and you're like, "I sold it because I bought you a Rolex." And I'm like, "What? <laughs> what?" And you pull out the shittiest watch I've ever seen in my entire life. The cheapest it's like, Rolly. It's like. One that would you would wear like around your elbow and like it like like comes down. Doesn't look cool. At There's all. no face on it. It's just basically like a band. And I'm like, like a this isn't a fucking Rolex. And you're like, yeah, it is. And I'm like, well, then you got screwed, man. Oh, and you didn't even try to play it off like you were happy. You're like, you wouldn't even try to be nice like Mark when we gave him the card where he's like, oh, uh-huh, thanks. No, I think maybe I was, but then I was like. This I don't. This isn't a this isn't a watch, right. Ryan. I don't know what you what you sold your car to buy me. It's like some like lingerie looking thing that's just like on my wrist. And I'm like, what do we got going on here, Ryan? And you're like, dude, I sold my car. The least you could be is happy. Jeez. Dude, I think you're onto something there with the elbow watch. Yeah, no, it wasn't before, even like an elbow forearm, watch. forearm watch. Yeah, no. basically that, but it had no watch on it. It was no face. <laughs> it was just like a stylish piece. Weird, weird, man. I love those memes. It's like. Dreams are so important or something like that. And then it goes like my dreams. And then it's like you riding a TRX, like dinosaur. A T-Rex, you mean? A T-Rex. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I literally can't get that out. said it twice. <laughs> fucking, uh, you riding a dinosaur through like a bowling alley or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's like, Bro, What's it's going crazy on? what your I brain will make dream. dreams of. I've got, uh, I've got good news. My jet ski's done. No kidding. Wow. I got a picture uh, in my camera roll. One year ago today, I took the motor apart. It has been dead for over a year. Over a year, yeah. And it is finally done. And I'm just waiting for the shipping guy to pick Where it is back it in up. in Australia right now? Uh, no, Chicago. <laughs> oh, pretty much same thing, no. So, yeah. It's, uh, Ryan's jet skis traveled the world. And left me at home to pay for it, dude. <laughs> I feel like a dad who sent his daughter out freaking <laughs> to study abroad. Are you excited to get it back? To knowing that you have to finish your task 
Well, I'm excited to actually backflip it now because I feel like that it's really been holding over me, but I'm not excited to possibly not do it right again and break it again. And break it again and all again. The whole process starts over. That makes me happy to hear. Don't feel like you have to. I wouldn't. It makes me happy to hear that you're excited for the backflip, but not excited to break it. (laughs) I mean, like I'm. Yes. A lot of people were like, he's going to backflip it, right? And I'm like, I think he, and I was telling people that. I'm like, I think he's ready. Mike's been out. Yeah, he's going to backflip it, of course. Right. Well, I was like, <laughs> but you know, we're right. not going to. It actually has been very, very anticipated. anticipated. It has. I know people. And then people were even on the same be. page. They're like, oh, but he's more worried about like just breaking it the same way he broke it last time. I'm like, yeah. Dude, yeah, would you not be? It's yeah. like you fucking fall off a horse and break your leg. That's where you're probably nervous about getting back on the horse. But you got to get back on the horse, dude. That's true. Yeah. It's the attitude. What comes to mind when you picture the perfect roommate? One who comes when you call. One who doesn't forget to lock the doors. Maybe one who doesn't steal your milk just a little bit at a time, hoping that you won't notice. At Apartments.com, they understand that when it comes to roommates, a pet can be your best bet. They're easygoing, they eat what you serve them, and they never clog the toilet. And that's why Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. And with instant alerts, you'll know the moment that your perfect pet-friendly place becomes available. Apartments.com has so many features like 3D virtual tours, the ability to save your favorite apartments, and with over a million places to rent, you are absolutely going to find the right place for you. Apartments.com knows that moving can be stressful, but by giving you options, filtered searches, and more, they can help take away some of that stress. When I need a new apartment, I will definitely need a pet-friendly choice. So if you guys need a place that's pet-friendly and human-tolerant, check out Apartments.com, the place to find your pet-friendly place. Thanks, Apartments.com, for sponsoring the podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Mike's been the stuntman lately. I want to talk about this. Since when <laughs> did you just become good at everything, Mike? You. It was literally since the razor jump. <laughs> like, I mean, before <laughs> oh, that. Very I, recent. I like to soak up. Yeah, I like to indulge myself in everything. I was literally just thinking about this going to bed last You're night. You're good at everything now. Wow. Why did it take me till I'm 27 to become the true sponge that I wanted That's to be? That's what I freaking said on the phone. <laughs> I said, Mike's like a fine wine. He's just getting better with age. <laughs> right, because like when I was younger, I could like skate and 
bike and that's i mean like about it you know i was like that's i didn't have a ton of talents but i love doing everything and now that i have the opportunity to do it i'm like well might as well you've hit it head on and i don't know you've been doing like everything your highlight reel has become legendary i would say mm -hmm. w within recently yeah, it was, before it you was were actually lame, since dude. I got the mullet. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's But I was thinking that because it's like we've been doing this for so long. And then all of a sudden you're just like, I'm going to do crazy stuff now. And like, I'm not worried about anything. Like you don't hesitate for a second at pretty much anything. It's so weird because there's so many instances where if you're not confident, you just, you don't you jump do to it. it. Mm -hmm. But then when you are confident, I'm literally like, well, just let me know if you guys want me to do it. <laughs> Not even like a. Well, if you guys are too pussy, it's it just used like, to well, be Mike. Mike. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 anybody not, else? Does any? Seriously, can anybody do it? Mike's like, I'll do it. Mike's like, no, like, no, no, no. And it's been really fun going back and forth with Evan because Evan has stuntman qualities as mm -hmm. well, but he's like so fearless when it comes to certain things and so scared <laughs> when it comes to others. Like, so yeah, there's that. But that's been water. fun. I'll, I'll definitely I'm still drowned. leave uh, the backflip up to Ryan. But who knows? It's like I, Mike might have to come through with his no. superhero. Mike case. just does the first try. <laughs> who knows? Here's what I don't want to happen: is like Ryan fail, and then you guys push me into it, and then like I get it first try. Like that wouldn't be fun. If you <laughs> what? That would not be fun for you. He'd hate. All right, to, Mike. You know, show him. All right, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Stay humble, suck. you cocky shit. I Jesus, just hate what to a show Ryan up on his own jet ski. That being said, though, you know, like, first try. I genuinely like don't know if I could. Do it. The only thing embarrassing that could happen on that is I spent a lot of money on my jet ski to do backflips, and you come out on your twelve hundred dollar old oh, jet ski, no. and then you rip a backflip. Okay. Not a that's, chance. That's, that's worse case not Ontario. a chance that, that is, thing gets that upside would be down. Funny. No, that is like if your jet ski broke, and then I did it on my eighty nine. <laughs> yeah, that would be worst case scenario. That'd be the but fucking funniest <laughs> thing. What do you mean? That'd be the best case scenario. You know how funny that video would be, uh, dude. What, say, if we, what if we set it up with the two boats again, where it makes like the inner bowl too wave? Big. Mm -hmm. Unless maybe not. Well, Ryan would send that shit to orbit. The cool thing is is that you could hit it really slow. Like, you could literally come in or, 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 and right when you dip down into it. Dude, I've done mods. Everything. Well, I haven't done the mods. Buddy's done the mods. But Buddy's done mods. Yeah, he's doing like You got a mod jet ski now? Yeah. Aftermarket ECU in it. ECU, impeller, tune. Oh, wow. um, there's stuff on the inside that's different. Holy shit. You better just keep this thing, dude. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if yeah. I actually like it. We'll yeah. see how long it runs for once we get it back. It's like the Mustang. We all knew, uh, we all knew that was going to break. And I think there was like some hesitation to like, do we really want to break it again? Mm -hmm. The problem is, Rip. and I've said this many times, like Tiny and the <laughs> Mustang aren't quality builds. They were just like a garage build to that works. They move. And it's it's kind of cool to look at. It's funny. It's like, haha, <laughs> lifted Mustang. But it's not an actual capable machine. Right. I mean, prior it just to... It looks capable. Yeah, it, it looks more capable than it is. Like, I mean, prior to us getting it fixed up last time, it had blown out shocks. It was running on one cylinder <laughs> in the motor. Like, you know, it really wasn't like this this vehicle made to just Brought rip, and you the, know? It's just something cool to run it down the road to the local car show. And drive it back. Or whatever. Yeah, that's the problem with us making YouTube videos on it and, like, your average person. So the person who built it or the group of buddies, they're probably like, dude, we put a Chevy Avio on it. It's so funny. And they just drive it around their property and they're stoked. Yeah. And, I mean. 
we got to take it up a notch. That's we got to always take it up a notch for YouTube for entertainment purposes. And it's like, they just cannot. They can't do it. Yeah. None of our thing, dude. Every single vehicle that we've had in the last like six months is broke, and we show it on camera breaking, but off camera we're like, dude, we're so over this shit. Every single time we go to start something or move something for like video purposes, never works. I think it comes down to, but especially if you're using something tiny to do something. Like we're doing something with it that is not really supposed to be doing. That's gonna yeah. happen. Like realistically, the dirt bikes. They all work great. Yeah, the it's mostly just all like, work great. Yeah, it's, it's when you combine them. Yeah, it's the yeah. hack job Facebook like marketplace. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's the, the Facebook marketplace. That's literally only it, but it's it's only Facebook marketplace hack job items. Going back to my sheer impulse buying snowmobile quad. Oh, there's somebody else interested. I'll pay a hundred dollars more, and I want it right now, no questions asked. That one, but it was deep. fun. It was worth it. it. it we was. had it, it up. It ended we up being an awesome video. Yeah. yeah, it was an awesome video. The it just didn't live as long as we wanted to. Sorry. Exactly. And the thing that a, a lot of people didn't see in the video was we showed it not working probably like three times. It didn't work like seventeen times. Yeah, I was gonna so say. when we finally got it going, we're like, "Screw this thing! We're jumping into the pond before it doesn't work, and we just have to go." All right, guys, see you next week, and it would have been lame. So, yeah, we were doing all these little fixes, and I, I hate it because then people go, "They oh, don't." That know. was perfect. Like, it's really hard to like really show the full story so without it, it getting condensed. boring. Exactly. So then they watch it from home. They go, "Wow." You know, I feel bad because like I don't, I can't even afford anything. All I want is something to ride, and then you guys just break these things just for no reason. It's like it was so broken, you couldn't have actually wrote it. But I would say a majority of the people are uh, usually pretty stoked. Yeah, yeah. no, it's it, for was, it was like worth. That, yeah. It's exactly it's for entertainment. There's also this threshold of amount spent on these vehicles <laughs> where it's just not worth us selling after we're You're done making going these to videos. Be able to sell it. Yeah, mm -hmm. one. Might be a piece of shit, and whoever gets it is going to have the same problems as us. Two, it's a pain in the ass to sell stuff around Anything. here because 90% of the people that Don't. will inquire about it are just like, hey, do you still have that? Yes. Cool, man. Was just seeing if you'd respond. Bro, yeah, so it's impossible. Fuck out of here. And, and also, you... most people don't want a snowmobile quad. Sorry no, exactly. Off, yeah. <laughs> if you ask the guy that we bought it from, it was very sought after. Yeah. And it was going to sell. It was going to sell uh, the next day we if we didn't pay. For that one. We fell for that one. But you, you have a great point there. The threshold of, okay, well, we don't want someone to go through the same. We clearly want to make money back on it. Like, not make money, but like get money back on it if we sell it. But we don't want to screw someone over. So maybe we would sell it for super low. But then there's a certain number that at low enough, would you sell it? Well, we could just destroy it among many things and then make that money back on YouTube. It's a wild and have more thing fun. and have more fun and have more entertainment. And that is the cold, hard truth of us destroying some of these vehicles. Yeah. And I don't think most people care. It's just the ones that yeah. do are the loudest and you know, mm -hmm. yeah, but that's I don't sure. think most people care. Cause at the end of the day, it's like nothing really matters. And it's all just for like entertainment purposes. You're right. End, nothing, nothing really matters. matters. It's true, though. Nothing really does matter. It really doesn't. No, I mean, if you look at life that way, it's definitely a lot lighter. Mm -hmm. Everyone's going to just end up in the dirt anyways. Jesus. All right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is true, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to be cremated. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to you want to be like sprinkled off of the mountaintop at pack saddle yeah sure yeah like I want, yeah he makes fuck, someone dude, lug like that all the way up here's the me, funny dude. thing is i'm not bringing you up there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, i'm going before i'm going with i'm not trying to like make 
like my kids or someone like <laughs> actually okay i i want a little bit of the ashes on the top of pack saddle i want a little bit of ashes in the ocean in san diego i want a little I, I, you don't need to do that just go dump it all somewhere mike hypes up his kids that he's got they've got this big trust fund coming right <laughs> all they have Back to on do the trust fund, dog. all they have to do is spread his ashes where he wants. And he gives them just the most the extreme most, places. Down to coordinates. Yeah, he's like, got he's like got all 46 degrees north. All over the country. Like That's, they're going on this like Indiana Jones type adventure. And they get back and they sit down with the guy that does it. He goes, he left you six shitty dirt bikes and <laughs> a Subaru and like all this. And they go, what about the money? What about the fortune that daddy always told us about? Oh, there was no fortune. <laughs> no, that was the fortune. However, uh, that would be shitty of me to do. But if that, if I did have a bunch of money and I did send the, how legendary would that be? Put a lawyer in charge of it. Are they, you know, a homie that is able to do that and they come verify, back, yeah. verify it all. And they don't get, I mean, not some crazy <laughs> amount of money, but some Gold at the end of the rainbow for completing the ash spreading across the country. <laughs> fucking nothing. Dude, and Mike's just like, no. what do you mean? It wasn't even that hard. I did it. <laughs> I did it. Took me my whole life, but I did it. Dude, my grandpa loves to send people on like these wild. Both of our grandpas, Grandpa Dave, loves to send for like gift giving. Oh yeah, and do like oh, a scav- no. like a scavenger type hunt thing of Why? like figuring out next information. Oh, this is a funny story. Right? Why? So for my mom's like. 50th birthday or something like that um told my mom like all right i got a good one for you so it's um, a scavenger hunt yeah but just like with like word information Tell and then the she has though. to like come up with it and send like all right is it this yeah. and they'll say yes or no or like hotter or colder anyway okay so i mean he's super into stocks and like he's like done very well for himself right so big 50 my mom thought hey i'm the only daughter you know might be getting something like Something big from, well, from my dad, he hyped right? It up, hyped it, it up for like a like, while, it's right? A, it's a good, it's worth so your time. He's, You're sending, gonna wanna... he's sending her like clues and she's like, what are the clues? Ah, um, Oh, it's going to be a car or they're going to make a car. So she's like, holy shit, did she buy me a car or something like that? Is it she's dropping things. Tesla. Right? She's losing sleep thinking about all yeah. this. Is it, is it a Tesla car? No, no, but they do technology. She's like, oh my God, okay. Wait, so she had to just guess what he was getting? He had to well, just guess. Going raw? Yeah. Fuck. Finally, she just guesses, uh, is it one Apple stock? And he goes, it's two. <laughs> Hyped it up to two Apple stock. How much like 200 was it? Bucks. Oh. Like 200 bucks. <laughs> Gives her two Apple stock and like took like two weeks out of her time. Yeah, I thought it was funny because she like spent two weeks like working for this. What? Yeah. <laughs> that was it? That was it. Jeez, yeah, dude. I feel just blue balls your mom. I was like waiting for this big adventure. Dude, him and something cool. It's Apple stock. Dude, him, him, two and, of them. him and Jake two. should plan a surprise together. <laughs> dude, I think yeah, no like kidding. people hate surprises more than they're like stoked for them mm-hmm. if they get drug out too long i agree i agree people also because they're just stressful and people don't like to be like stressed and like you let on think about it yeah you want yeah, to go I mean, back to your life and also i think the biggest thing about a surprise is it's a it's a build up same with a hype up you hype up if i hyped up tonight i'd like to have a bonfire night i go guys tonight is going to be the craziest yeah. bonfire of our lives we're going to go on the boat do all this stuff you guys are like yes it's going to be great <laughs> yes and then you have expectations yep but if i just go 
yo guys, bonfire tonight, come on over. And then we might have a legendary time. Who knows? Then it's awesome. The hype up is the biggest detriment to whatever you do. You can Mm -hmm. do something super sick, but if you hyped it up more than it was, it's a letdown. It's Mm -hmm. not worth hyping up anything, Mm -hmm. really. There's something to be said about both surprises and hype ups. Like I've always said, if you're trying to hype up your um, New Year's Eve, obviously lots of people do lots of fun things for your New Year's Eve. Sometimes people even travel really far for it. Whatever. It's always a letdown. Yeah, you, if you hype it up and say, this is going to be the craziest ringing in the New Year ever, don't. Just mm-hmm. go have a good time with the people you love, and you'll have a way better mm-hmm. time. Usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you hype them up for too much and too long, not it. It blows it, dude. Blows it, it. Unless it's it's got to be freaking there. You better be on the money. You know what else, dude? Is if you want people guessing, like, all right, guess what it is, and then they guess. <laughs> you imagine they guess something better? And the whole thing's just fricked after that. So more of the story is almost just don't even hype your surprises at all. Just say you have a surprise, <clears throat> and that's it. Under a promise, over deliver. Yeah. Exactly. It's very important. Yo, okay, so uh, two podcasts ago, we filmed this entire thing. And then it was all deleted or there was no audio. So it was kind of just lost. Yeah. Well, anyway, during that podcast, I went on like a 20 minute rant about (laughs) my sheer hatred for Snapchat influencers. Oh, yeah. I was pretty heated about it. I still am. But um, last night I clicked on a Snapchat influencers story and started watching it. Expecting to be disappointed like I always am because these Snapchatters will put up like 500 stories in a day, right? About nothing. And this chick was like, yeah, my car got stolen. The person that stole it had it for two weeks. And I just found out because I went to go get my car out of like the parking ramp and it was gone. So then I had to track it down, right? And um, so I'm like, oh shit, that kind of sounds interesting. Long story short, she ends up tracking her car down out of impound. There was, like, guns and, like, heroin in, like, the back seat of everything. And um, this person was, like, living out of the car. It was Portland. Of course. Of course. Uh, Living out of the car for, like, two weeks. Ended up getting arrested but left their phones in it. So then this chick is, like, like Snapchatting all of this. Like, showing, like, the whole process of, like, getting it back. Like, everything in, like, the back. Finding the phones. I mean, like all right, let's try and get into these phones. And it was like one of the Androids, so you had to like use like the pattern. Guesses the pattern to get in. You can see the greasy fingerprints. Oh, yeah, that too. And uh, gets into the phone, posts on their Facebook page, like like just basically exposing them and like saying like what they've been up to and everything. And then like shows the whole process of like going to the police and the police are like, yeah, we, we like, aren't going to help you with anything. And she's like, in Portland. I'm going to take these matters into my own hands <laughs> and like just filming this whole thing. And I was actually very just intrigued and like entertained by the whole thing. And right before the end, I was like, you know what? Snapchat influencers aren't that bad. And then the last two slides, the last two slides was, Hey, thanks for asking how I get my teeth so white, Christine. I actually use this, which every Snapchat influencer always uh, plugs like the paid plug, like the uh, the uh, yeah, the whatever, it's whatever. Here, yeah, right. I don't, I don't even want to give them a plug. You gotta make right? your bread and butter, though. Yeah, I know, and I, I just go, oh my gosh, of course, of course. And then the last slide was like, so anyway, tomorrow I'm gonna be going to the grocery store, and I think I'm gonna try and sell my couch, and I'm like, God damn it. They suck again. They yeah. suck again. Dude. Yeah, she just got lucky as far as that whole story unfolding. 
That's a great job, dog. Let Snapchat influencers do suck literal ass. <laughs> Andy Milanaka said it. Respect the content. Or sorry. <laughs> respect the hustle. Do not respect the content. And that can apply to most Snapchat influencers. Half of them are like clickbaiting. Half of them put a story of like Addison Ray at the very end. So you click on it. Mm-hmm. But it's really just yeah. some homie. Posting Dude, Addison like, Ray's kind of like stock is kind of going down. Maybe she just made her bag. She's public? No, but I mean, why do you say that? I, I I don't know. She used to be like such a big deal. She's not uh, as talked about as much anymore. I would say she's she's kind of taking a step. It seems like out of the limelight. Obviously, still incredibly famous, but would you not, guys not agree? You don't really see or hear much about her anymore. No one yeah. really cares as much. I'd agree. Back when Addison Ray was just starting out on like TikTok, like the, I. Maybe had like a couple hundred, hundred thousand followers or something like that. Like barely anything on Instagram. I remember telling Ryan because Ryan was single. I go, dude, hit this chick up. I guarantee she's going to be a big deal. And maybe, maybe you could get in early and uh, might work to your advantage. Well, he didn't. He slept on it. And now she's what? One of like 30 million <laughs> followers. And mm-hmm. and it was a guaranteed. Superstar. Too. Yeah, it was a guaranteed. I told, dude, it was I, perfect. I yeah. told I gotta stay here. You missed but on he's that. He's got Donda now, so we're Exactly. Good. No, it was before any of that. Yeah. Right. I told Ken the same thing with uh, Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> Ken no. and Cardi B are dating. <laughs> <laughs> She's live on Instagram. Like, hey, y'all, you bitches. Bro. And just like in the like Tesla driving. <laughs> I didn't like, actually, but that was that's super funny. I remember following her on Twitter. Imagine this is, fucking Ken did and Cardi B. Could I would love it. There's dude. just no way. I, I can't. But like, even so picture it. Just picture I now. It'd be a great them. combination. Ken's quiet. She's loud. She's like clearly now one of the biggest like female rappers yeah. out there, uh, along with Nicki right Minaj. But Nicki Minaj has <laughs> been up there for a while. <laughs> Right behind Lizzo. Yeah, Lizzo's up <laughs> Jesus there too. Um, What's funny about that? I remember following Cardi B on Twitter before she made any music. She was just simply a stripper trying to hustle, so she'd make. You were following video. her. Wait, what? Yeah. you were just Jeez, following were a random stripper trying to hustle. <laughs> I mean, I guess Wait, no. I was following her way back when she was just a stripper. She wasn't a random stripper. <laughs> just hustling. What? She was, didn't even make music. <laughs> she was definitely big on Twitter, but she would just get on and just rant. I'm like, this chick is so weird, but everyone loved it, right? And this is before she made a single song, and then she's like, I'm gonna stop making music. And then little did anyone know, like, she, she was, was going to be that. She was destined for success and fame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, Mike, that's actually pretty crazy. Like, it's the one, it's literally, like, the one person I followed before they made. That's no. your success? Oh, oh, okay. I thought you I thought you meant you followed one person on Twitter oh, and it was no. Cardi just, B. Just her. Just this random no. stripper. <laughs> yeah, dude, I actually used to watch Drake on TV when he was still in a wheelchair. So I remember that too. Yeah, on Degrassi, which that's not quite nearly as cool, but it's pretty <laughs> crazy. On TV. Yeah. yeah, like it's just crazy to think that he was just a character in a random like teen soap opera, almost or whatever they're called, and now he's where he is. Yeah, it really is wild. What a superstar he has turned into from that spot, from that yeah. from that character of all characters too. And yeah. it was the same vibe when he started making music. I was like, yeah, he's good. He's, he's gonna make some good music to them where he is now, dude. Drake is on so many uh, features, or he hops on so many different tracks, and they they all pop off. Like it's amazing. He can work with he'll work with pretty much anybody, and they're always seem to be really good. And I was thinking about that this morning. Obviously, there's like a rate you have to pay 
and Drake has got to have the highest, the highest. rate. But I, I bet you anything, he doesn't charge that high of a rate because he's just at a point where he doesn't need any more money. And this is a, a legendary type of move. He's like, I'm trying to, I'm doing this for the books. I mm-hmm. want to be on this many hit songs. I don't mm-hmm. care about the money. And I bet you he's just like, because I always hear that like, he's super easy to work with. Right. And he's one, if, the, if the song's good, he's he's about he's it. He's on it. He yeah. seems like He'll one of those on. those guys. I mean, it's like like collabing in YouTube or like featuring on songs. He's one of the guys that you get a feature on and it's actually does better for you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Statistically 100%, 100%. does better having Drake on the It song. sounds like it's pretty easy though to like have another nowadays have another person hop on your track cuz they just, they just will send, send the song over and they're like, "Yeah, let me see what I can do." And then they just hop on it and it sounds like they sometimes crank it out in like a couple hours yeah. and then and just he, send it back and that's just it. And then it gets put on iTunes and whatever crazy. and it blows up. Usually if they're big, I'm sure they have their own studio. Uh, Drake charges a million dollars to feature on a song. Whoa. Wow. That's probably highly underpriced, undervalued. For, I think, for what it does to them? Yeah. Because I heard Logic talking about like hopping on hit singles will pocket you like 20 million. Whoa. That's what, that's what he said. Hopping on hit singles... Will pocket you twenty million, like on a collab and stuff. That is wow. insane. Hopping on them or having? A I hit think single. maybe hopping on or collabing with someone on one will put money in the bank like that. Dude, where is the money in music right now? That's a good. question. How are they getting paid? Because they're not buying the songs yeah. like they used to. Like, how Obviously, are they getting paid that much money? Like, yeah, is subscription Spotify, revenue? There's Spotify no way. Pay them seven ninety nine a month is getting. I know, split but also you got to like keep in mind Spotify's paying them a little bit. YouTube's paying them a little bit. Uh, believe it or not, SoundCloud probably is paying them a little bit. Well, Apple and their Music's records paying them a little bit. Whatever record company that there's their label. But still, it doesn't. Seem to add up. A lot of these guys, too, they start their own label. It's just like they don't want to be paying the cut, and they get big enough, so they start their own label and then sign under or up-and-coming rappers, and Mm -hmm. then they take a cut of their shit, and it's just crazy world out there. Uh, J. Cole charges $2,000 per word. Really? Wow. (laughs) Whoa. So I guess That's it's an interesting like, way to break it However long of a verse, but that well, look that up Lil Baby. Weird. See what, what Lil Baby three hundred thousand. Oh wow! So maybe Drake isn't undervalued, but at the same time, it seems like they always pop off. But if if they're charging like a million dollars to get featured on a song, that that's just straight up being paid by the record label. Mm-hmm. Like the record label will pay uh, Drake a million dollars to have them feature on their artist's song. I did hear this song. Uh, I actually sent it to Justin because it was so bad. It was on my New Music Friday, which is ass, it dude. Was new so music, bad. So new bad. Music Friday new Justin fucking was like sucks. It. What are yeah. you? What are you using? Uh, Spotify. Damn. Awful. Awful. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so you I like see, Spotify? Mm-hmm. Okay. I so I uh I see it and it's like so and so featuring Wiz Khalifa. I'm like I like Wiz Khalifa. Let's check it out. And I clicked on it, and it legitimately sounded like right here. We just went, Ben, just make up a rap quick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they, how much they had to pay Wiz Khalifa to be on this, or he must have had a bad gambling debt or something that he needed the money because it was awful. I mean, like, awful. And I go, how does he even, like, approve to be on it? It's like you got to wonder. I'm so curious now. I want to hear I know. It. And I think we, we could actually Maybe. play it because we are reviewing or reacting to the thing. I don't believe there's copyright. And it'll only take a few seconds. Yeah, <laughs> it's serious? not worth it. They're still going to flag that shit. Oh, he also has a collab with Rick Ross. Rick Ross. This is him. His name is Janab Janab Day. Hustlin', featuring Wiz Khalifa. I like the name of it. 
off to a good start. It sounds like a song that I'd have to sift through on Epidemic for non-copyrighted music <laughs> to use in our song, in our, vi- our videos. Yeah, it kind of does. But he's got collabs with Wiz Khalifa, The Game, Rick Ross. Like, how, how do you, you pay, pay for it, dude? He's, he's probably on a good record major. label. I know, or he's got a rich parents. This kid looks like he has rich parents, does he not? <laughs> oh my gosh! To a T. Yeah, is he's, he's a trust fund kid. He's got the fucking. That's dope. what. That's he what Mike them, is gonna be. Hop on. Guys. We're gonna have to get Mike in a button-up collared shirt, but yeah, and get him out of this tiger shit he's wearing. <laughs> not to get on the trust fund stuff, but I could have been a trust fund baby. So it was my great 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 uncle. He was many uncles out, but his name was Ub Iwerks. Ub Iwerks and Walt Disney started Disney together. They were best friends in their early 20s, started it in South Dakota, and they moved to California, and Ub drew all of the first cartoons for Disney. Created, um, was Mouse. like, created Mickey Mouse, created Steamboat Willie, created like a lot of fundamentals of how animation works today. What? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how you don't know this yet. I'm surprised. I've, I've had Randy's told me about it. Yeah. So anyway, it uh, he and Walt Disney literally created Disney Company, and it used to be like Iwerks Disney, and then it was Disney Iwerks, and like it always changed. But Walt was the businessman, Ub was the artist, and they grew it up. And uh, eventually, later in the years, Ub thought he was making or doing more. Disney obviously thought he was doing more, and so Ub. Split from Disney, sold his entire shares of Disney for a ton of money back then, but all of it, and then started Iwerks Entertainment. And actually, the Fargo Theater in um, Fargo, not the downtown one, but another one, was an Iwerks Theater. Iwerks Entertainment is still going. Huh. But uh, he, so he and Walt got in a fight, and he split from Disney. You know God what, though? Damn. No offense, Ub, but... If Ub would have stayed on, I bet Disney wouldn't have been what Disney... You know, like, everything happens for a reason or, like, things, True. things you know... Yeah, you never really know if he So, if, if he would have stayed on, if if it would have turned into, like, the massive, massive monopoly that it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd That's say monopoly, That's actually a pretty good point. I wasn't thinking I'd that say monopoly. I was just thinking, damn. <laughs> he could have been with them. could have been. He could have been you with You know, him. but think about it. If Disney would have never, you know blossomed into the thing that it is mm-hmm. the conglomerate that it is um you know how much would that affected every other entertainment industry we might not be sitting here right now having this conversation if ub wouldn't have left probably not because probably he wouldn't have had the kids that he did and all the stuff the family tree wouldn't have been the same you might not actually be here I know, but if I was here, dude, I would have been so rich. I would have had that Disney money. I'd be sitting on a brand new boat floating around in the lake. Yeah, in freaking Drinking. Ibiza. Would have been a yacht. Yeah, he wouldn't be here. He'd be somewhere else. <laughs> have, you, have you guys ever been to Disney World? Yeah, I haven't. Well, whatever one's in Florida. Yeah, I've been there. Dude, they've just done like such an insane job at like making all this content, right? But that just is all just a funnel into like the the upper brand of Disney because they have so much stuff like for these kids they get like my nieces love Disney movies right well then they go to Disney World when they go to Disney World they stay in a Disney resort mm-hmm. and then they go to the actual Disney World then they eat at Disney restaurants yep. and like they buy the Disney products Disney products they like go on the Disney cruises yeah it's it's truly insane just like the 
That's why when you were like, oh, maybe I wouldn't call them a monopoly. I'm not saying that you were wrong for pulling that back. They're such a monopoly. And now that they own, I didn't realize they own Pixar. They, you know, they just bought Star Wars, so that's Lucas. They bought. I didn't know that they own Marvel. Like, that's pretty much half of media today, in a sense. Minus you, it, it as far is, as movies It is go. pretty fascinating if you look at the history of Disney, too. And, like, you look at the old pictures of Disney World being built. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, so many little, like, Easter eggs or just hidden things. I'm pretty sure there's like an underground. Yeah, the entire park has a a labyrinth underground. So like characters, when they're done, they go underground and never have mm-hmm. to be seen. Like a character when it's not performing, you know, because they have people everywhere, never walks back to a thing. They go in a castle or a building, go underground, and then, then they can take their stuff off. And I mean, whatever. but think about the geniusness that was put forth to build something like that. They're actually still not to the level that Walt imagined when he was like way back in the fifties. Like it Walt imagined it to be crazier than it is today. And they're still working on that plan to make it cooler, but they've invented colors that people that the human eye doesn't pick up so they can hide big buildings. Yeah. You don't see, Hmm? um, Mm -hmm. there's a certain color. It's called the go away green, but they did a big study and they figured out that there was a certain color that the human eye didn't notice. If you like, put it in a room of stuff that green just blended into everything else. And so they paint everything you don't, they don't want you to see that color, like giant building stuff Mm -hmm. like that. you can look at a picture. You don't even notice the building unless they like point an arrow to it. And they're like, it's not like a giant optic. Yeah. It's not invisible, but it just, your eye doesn't look at it. Your eye doesn't go to it. How big is Disney world? Can you look up like 500 acres? Five. I thought they had like their own zip code. Their own government. They're their yeah, own well, government. I've been. They own so much land. They created a deal with the state of Florida. They're, they're their own government there. What? Right. Which? Which? So they have to own more than five hundred yeah. acres. Five hundred acres isn't that much. Um, but the way I've been looking recently, like Disney, Disney World is twenty-seven thousand acres. Okay. Holy. That they definitely sense. um just Disney everything. They've been definitely acting like they're their own government. How many square miles is that? 39 square miles. They're so big that they're able to like hide things from us. They're able to steer us in a certain direction. They're able to, I don't know. Like it, it, it feels slightly like Everything's a government. Everything's done with it, Just because it's so big. What do you it's, mean hide things from us? They're able, like paint them green? Yeah, stuff like that no, and like the like, underground stuff. But they're able to, like if they don't want you to see something within the company, they have the power to do that. I'm sure a lot of companies do, but like they have just such an influence on such a large amount of people. I feel like there's some sketchy shit that goes on. That's it's what I'm too saying. big of a company it's not to be wildly so corrupt. big that it reminds oh, me yeah. of the government because I think the government's like that too. Just corrupt, hiding things from you because they can, because they need to, because they think they need to. I mean, they probably do. I think to a point, if all the information was just public, you, that would probably drive people more insane. You know, same thing with Disney. If all their information was public, probably would drive parents away from letting their kids watch a Disney movie. Hundred percent. That's pretty damn hard to do, though. Well, dude, talk about Disney stars when they grow up. Most of them turn out pretty shitty. Yeah, but they've been better lately. Some of them. It is crazy to think about all like the shows that we used to watch when we were kids, where all those stars are now. Or like, it seems like oftentimes they they don't uh, continue to grow. After their youth, 
Like they don't go into movies. And I think stuff. a lot of them do. I mean, think about they don't Zendaya. Big Zendaya. Ones. Zendaya is obviously a, a, a Selena superstar. Gomez. Selena Lion. Gomez. But there's Cole, still a lot Cole of them. Sprouse uh, from like Sweet Life. Is that what what Cole, are they doing? Like Riverdale and like a bunch of oh, different you're shows. Right. You're right. My big thing is so there is that. There's plenty. Well, of actually, them that come uh, out of there. I think Cole Sprouse, one of the twins, went and is just like a barista. Yeah, yeah. But then but, the other one carried on. Dude, yeah, but that's his only thing. He's in. Is that show? And before that, he really had nothing well, else. Dude, you didn't st- hear about him for like, a long time. Huge. I, I know he's huge, but I don't I'm, know. Like, I they guess, don't end up being as big. Dude, the thing that blows my mind about kids that were in Disney shows, like actually, this blows my mind. Just a shitload of them can just sing. They can sing yeah. and they can sing well. That to me, it blows my mind. Like, what was Ariana Grande? That was Nickelodeon. I don't know, but yeah. like, and I'm not a huge, huge, huge fan of her. But love her music, and she's extremely talented. But she started off as this ditzy, like Disney Channel mm-hmm. actor. Same for Selena Gomez, like Demi Miley Lovato, Cyrus. Miley Cyrus, like yeah, they're like right. massive singers, right. and obviously they're not going to be massive singers when they're on Disney Channel. All I'm saying is, how on earth do they do they like take like sing, like voice lessons while they're on Disney Channel? Dude, they, they just, go through like a whole thing. Okay, because when Disney picks you up, they probably take a lot of your cut for like the rest of your life. But they groom you like they see i'm going through the list britney spears nick jonas justin timberlake christina aguilera uh, right so they train you they get you at eight years old and they go all right this girl's so got do. it and they send them to acting lessons singing Same. lessons everything and then raise them for 18 years that makes even more superstars because i just it it blew my mind over and over and over how these these girls and guys are coming out of there as like class a singers mm-hmm. i'm just like well, that's ironic. Another one. Another one. The yeah. Jonas Brothers. Yeah. I'm sure it's part of the audition. That makes total sense, though. Singing. Yeah, you got to be. But that makes total sense where they just yeah. like, they almost like take your life over and make you a star. I, I retract my statement that they don't end up. I was totally proven wrong well, there. But a lot they, of them. There yeah. was like a time when it seemed like every child star would just get into trouble. Like mm-hmm. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's a number. I mean, yeah, them, you could go. Obviously, you give a young kid That's a lot tough, of money. When she got in trouble, dude, um, she was mm-hmm. like, Lindsay Lohan, when she got in trouble, was way older. Like, she did a bunch of good stuff. What's she up to nowadays? Dude, I, that I don't know. You know what, though? It's the people that really exploded and, and got big, they were a part of, like, our generation of watching them when they were young. And then right at the time that we kind of transitioned over, like, l- watching less TV and more, like, that's uh, true. Internet entertainment and listening to music more and kind of like becoming your own person and like mm-hmm. just growing up. So did they. They transition into a different, you know, talent. They start singing. And then everyone that watched them is also transitioning at, the, at that same time. So then that's why they blow up because yep. they already know them. And they're familiar with them. Right. Because, dude, it's kind of the same thing now, I think, with like YouTubers. Like, think about, like, Logan Paul, KSI, like, these these guys that used to just be strictly YouTubers that are going into other realms. Mm-hmm. Everyone is growing up with them, and they're changing with them, and that's when it's, like, so much easier to just go into a different avenue when your fan base mm-hmm. is growing up as yeah. well. But mm-hmm. it's, like, if you are, you know, 40 years old, making your... 30 years old making like strictly kid content yeah, and then you shot yourself in the foot you kind of already missed that wave yep. right but for us like our demo has like always kind of been the same age as us mm-hmm. yeah we change but our our audience changes with, with us. us yeah 
Mm-hmm. So it's like the ones that do that, do that really well and like explode. And the ones that don't do that just kind of like oh, fall off. Get left behind. You got to wonder what's going to happen with all these little kid YouTubers where they, uh, <sighs> they're not even like a freaking YouTuber. They're family. Yeah. It's just like, we're going to make a YouTube channel. We're going to come up with the ideas and you're going to be the star. And oftentimes these kids are just reciting lines or whatever. Like, what do you think is going to happen to Ryan's toy review? Like, what do you think? Well, not even he, happen, but what do you think he's going to be like when he is right. our age? I think he's already... Chilling in a mansion, obviously. I think he's an anomaly. Anomaly. But, an- but an- there's a lot of other ones. Yeah. I shouldn't use Ryan. Well, they had but, him kind of transition over to, like, educational, too. Yeah, so he's, like, educating... Yeah, but eventually kids he's going to be like 17 years old and he's going to be like, he's gonna wanna, fuck educate yeah. he's gonna kids. Live and then he's going to have to rebel and then right, he's right, screwed. Right. But, or he's but gonna, what I mean is like they had him start with the toys and then they had him go into education. Like they might just keep him in that bubble and like, yeah, you know, one day he's going to be jumping smart cars. Here's here's <laughs> here's my no, only I don't know problem. What the fuck here's my only problem with the whole kid thing. They didn't get to decide to be a YouTuber. Now they're this famous YouTuber that all these kids watch. And they don't get to go to school because I've talked with other YouTubers whose kids are mm-hmm. these said famous YouTubers. They have their own channel that have freaking five, ten million subscribers Crazy. or even a million. That's a lot. And I asked, do they go to school? And they said, no, we, we don't. I'm like, aren't you like worried that they're going to like grow up and be like, I didn't want this. Or miss the development yeah, that school like, gives you. I'm sure they're because you always want what you can't have. So I guarantee you they're going to be like, I just eventually they're going to be like 15 like, Why'd you do this to me? I want to just go and play football and go to the prom and all this. And then they're kind of like weird. Or maybe they, they quit doing YouTube, but they still like had, they missed like that whole thing. It's it's, and it's basically the same thing as child stars, except it seems like nowadays they are so good at regulating and making sure they don't turn into shit birds. But when you're freaking YouTube's not that regulated. You could, these kids. you could probably quit if your kid was like, you know, like 10. They could probably quit and, and, and then fine. just and, be and get a couple years of not being anything. But the problem is, it might just stick with you. But you, you know how when made you fun age of up, maybe just because kids always make fun of for whatever the frick. Anybody they can. who's Even different, if it's not, yeah, yeah. Say Ryan Sarvey is ten, quits. It's pretty tough to quit at this point. Quits, spends like three years being homeschooled. Goes into a school, changes his name, different dude. Nobody knows him. Throws out his hair. He could be a normal kid. And, and still have, have a bag to live off of. You'd True. have to really want that. Again, we're just using him as an example. But, like, I have mostly seen in America, it's pretty hard for people to put put a knife to making money, to cut that off, you know? Yeah, it re- it, yeah how do you from, turn off the spigot? From, yeah, viewing that, like, just seeing people, once they start making money, they, like, make changes to their lifestyle mm-hmm. because they're making a bunch of money. And Can't go back. it's really hard for people to cut that off. Yeah. It's like just, in every drug lord movie, you watch them and you're like, dude, you're already know, know, making so much dude, money. Just quit. quit. Just quit before you go to jail. Ryan, that yeah. is so always accurate. go tell they too get much. In jail. Too much. They're like, yeah, we, we couldn't find anywhere to put the cash. We were putting it in the walls. You start it's like, you're like, dude, just, just stop. And then a lot of times, yeah, you can't because you're in the in the cartel. But <laughs> True. But he was the cartel. That's an interesting way to look at it. But last thing on that, we were just, CJ and I were just, and Ken were listening to the Roman Atwood Steve-O podcast. And it was really interesting that Roman Atwood was like, I, I made uh, pranks. I was like one of the first ones on YouTube. And then like any age was watching me, but kids. But now I started making like vlogs and now I just make whatever I want. And he's like, now kids don't even know who I am, mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy to think like they all grew 10 up. years ago. 
everyone knew, knew who Roman Atwood was, like even if you were a small kid. And then now he's like, yeah, now I just have like people our age, a little younger than us. And other, other than that, it's a cutoff at like mm-hmm. 18. Interesting. Yeah. If you guys could bring one celebrity back to life, who would it be? Mac Miller. That was mine. I was listening to a Maybe Mac Miller song cliche, and I go, man, I miss that guy. I just want more Mac Miller music and a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, that's a pretty good one. I don't know. I like Mac Miller. I like Juice World. It definitely seems more of like a music-oriented thing. There's not a lot of actors that I'm like, oh, I love them so much that I need them to like be back making. I'd bring back movies. Robin Williams. I was going to say Robin Williams. Ah, oh, such a good dude. Honestly, uh, and another close top one would be like Steve Irwin. Dude, he was a legend. Oh, yeah, he like, was. He, a legend. People, he, there was not a single person that I've ever, ever, ever spoke to that was like, I didn't like Steve Irwin. Except for that you singer. Job <laughs> fuck. Isn't it amazing all the shit he did? And a stingray is the one that takes him out. I know. Like, dude, kids pet stingrays. I think there was a whole thing about how it got him. And it just like, it literally was worst case Ontario. His, uh, if you guys ever look into it, his kids are like completely carrying on his legacy. Yeah, Yeah, which is like, I've seen him on TikTok and stuff. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's totally Steve Irwin's kid. But I'm like, I thought that was Steve Irwin. They're so good too. Yeah. I remember he's like holding some venomous snake and I'm like, he's just like him. (laughs) Don't get stung boy. That was so prime though. Like, I mean, he was a household name. Everyone knows, knew who he was. And like, you'd see him on TV and stuff. That's so like prime early two thousands, late nineties TV. No one nowadays really cares about that kind of stuff. You're not as as wild. You'd see him on and you just settle in. Oh, Steve's working with some sort of venomous animal. Like, this again. is just nuts. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I remember I used to rent his like VHSs, watch it. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Blockbuster. Yeah, I missed that. Missed yeah. that wave. The VHS thing. No, just Steve most Irwin most thing. of Steve Irwin. Oh, okay. You're probably too young for it. Yeah. Ben would just go on Netflix. Dude, actually, it's an also a crazy thing to think about. I saw someone that was like, "We're the last generation to have grown up with the internet, but lived in a time where you did not have it." Yeah, if that makes sense. Like I, I grew up, you know, up up till I was like, I like eleven or twelve. I didn't have access to the internet. Period. It just didn't exist. I could call people on the phone, and that was it. And now, like, you simply cannot be without internet unless you're living off the grid. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's insane. I mean, what would you do? You were young. What were you obsessed with? It was like cars, dinosaurs, trains. It was like the little boy. Cr- Personality yeah, like traits. The, I can't remember the fourth one. It's either like construction, dinosaurs, trains. I liked farm stuff. Yeah, farm I stuff. Farm heavy farm mach- we'll I go heavy too. machinery. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did too. I guess dump truck stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just give me some Ben's more. like, I don't know. I like the piano. <laughs> <laughs> this is off topic, but Ben, I don't have a problem with it because I love like walking around the shop, but your <laughs> Lambo literally just sits in the shop. Do you ever drive that thing? Like, I swear to God, it's in the shop more than anything. And I, I like it because I get to walk around and fucking look at the Lambo. It's it. sick. But <laughs> but you pull up in your Subaru six days out of the week. Uh, yeah, I drive it, I guess. Um, I, my dad drives it more than <laughs> I drive your it. Your dad's out driving it. Yeah, yeah. It's when, when somebody else isn't driving it, I usually drive it. I, I was just curious if you were like, if there's a reason why you don't drive it, which also I want to get into your dad driving too, because that's actually funny. We'll we'll get into that actually right now. You know, I guess to two a- different ask, people to answer your question before we move on from that. Why I don't drive it? Yeah, is dude, it's actually kind of stressful <laughs> driving that thing. 
I believe it. Because of the price tag of what could go wrong. If I know that I'm driving into Greta's house and I won't be coming home until 11, it's it, it like actually stresses me out driving that thing out there. No, no, driving that thing at night because oh, of really? deer. Okay, fair. And that's what I was wondering if there was a reason like that. So that's one reason. Just the slightest possibility of like a storm rolling through and then quickly having to like find like if it's going to hail. It's kind of hard to like something I noticed whenever I ride with you and it's kind of like hard to get around fast. Like when we go into DL, if it's like a day when there's people there, like fucking everyone's coming up to you and they're either trying to talk to you because you're, they watch the videos or because you drive a Lamborghini and they're trying to just talk to you about the car. And it's almost like it's the same conversation over and over and over again. We're just trying to like navigate to wherever we're going. Yeah. That, uh, and if I'm like running late or something like that, I got to let it warm up. You're right. And I can't rot on it for like 10 minutes. Like that thing takes a while to warm up. I mean, I guess I could just hop in and go, but then I'm like stressing over like, what am I trying to keep the RPMs? Yeah. Am I hurting this or am I going to blow a gasket or something like that? And then cost $10,000. So, um, yeah, I mean just like reasons like that. But if I know that like I have time or like if I'm going somewhere where I'm not worried about like parking mm-hmm. or what I'm pulling in and out of too, then I'll mob it. But yeah. there's just certain things that like, I never really thought that would worry me or that I would think about until you're kind of like forced to fair enough forced to. And you're just like, ah, oh, if shit does go south or if I have a problem with it. Then I got to ship this thing off to yeah. Colorado or Chicago to get fixed and things like that. So I'm, I guess I'm just like more selective yeah. than just like hopping in and just driving it. Okay. So that's kind of what I was assuming. And I will say, honestly, after driving yours and riding in it and everything, it's freaking awesome. But I don't have any desire in buying one anymore. Really? I don't. And I'm not trying to pump up my own car, but like the GTR costs like one third the price of that. It's just as fast. And I think it's just as good it's not like a huge target rolling around in everyone's not freaking out only people that freak out about gtr are people that are actually car enthusiasts i don't know but i i just like that car better i I realized just because it's it's cheaper and i'm on the same it's it's roughly the same performance i don't think yeah i guess i I see what you're saying hundred thousand your car is half no it'd be like 290 new Okay, but yeah, your car right is there. half of his cost, but... No, it's not. It's, I, I got mine for 120. I got mine for 102. Yeah, but then... I don't, so he whatever. paid what? You were like, yeah, but it's 120. He, his, way, pays more, his is more than double. I still agree. I I think I'd just rather... Then you, you start to break it down like that. I'd rather have CJ's car. Because, yeah, I'd be like, dude, I paid half of what Ben paid. I still will probably baby the thing, and it's super fast. And then I'm on the completely different page. People are like, when are you going to get a super nice car? I'm like... Just after viewing you guys, actually all of you guys, I don't think I can do it. Bro, I would never drive it. I would never drive it. I think I would drive it even less than you guys just because I, I daily less, drive mine. Less than I, Ryan? I daily drive mine. Well, right. And Everywhere. you do. Yeah, actually you do. And I and love so it. It's a great car. So, no, I mean, yeah, I just, I'd find myself in, like not driving it. And Ryan doesn't drive his Camaro because he lives I on the gravel road. And but I it, hate it. It's actually a major, major bummer. Mm-hmm. Like, it yeah, just it does is. suck that you live on a gravel road for... Just for that purpose, that purpose, yeah, it does. That's literally the only time I drive my car. It's a long gravel road. It's Friday. not like it's a short one where you could just kind of inch it down it. No, it'd take, it'd take too long, and it just wouldn't be worth it. But, yeah, but yeah no, literally every Friday morning I just drive and fill it up the little quarter tank and get a car wash and then drive it back, and then next Friday I pull and it sits. out again. And it's – it's I hate it. It's 
I wish that I was able was to utilize different. it more. And it was different. And that's why I regret selling my truck. So really? Yeah. If I could go back in time, I would. Really? Yeah. Without a doubt. No kidding. I miss and that some things you sick. only find out yeah, when you actually truck. do. You know, the like grass isn't always greener. Right. I wasn't sure if you were trying to keep miles off the thing just for mm-hmm. resale. But I figured, then I, was, I figured your answer is going to be exactly You're so right. Is it, I'd say more so your your dad, but your whole like your family and other people drive that thing more than you is what I started realizing. And I was like, yeah. why does Ben never drive it? Pretty much. Well, one, they don't care about the <laughs> things that I worry about. And two, they should. Well, they'd have to pay for it if they broke it. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I, I think it is cool, though. Like, if I'm not driving it, like, I think it means a lot to somebody who can just, like, yeah, hop cool. in. And it's just, like, they're just stoked about it. I'd no, be I'd absolutely. be pretty stoked if somebody was like, yeah, you can just take my Lambo whenever. It means Basically, a lot to me. I have had, I take it home every Wednesday and Thursday. <laughs> you don't even notice it's gone. <laughs> I have had a few people. Scott actually goes... So I saw Ben's dad driving that Lambo. This has happened two, to me as well. Two two times this week. So is that like their car together or whatever? And I go, no, 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 no. I was like, it's it's Ben's car, but he does let his dad drive it and he drives it more. He him. lets anybody drive it basically. But <laughs> I've had someone come up and it was just like a random person and they're like, Yeah, I saw Ben's dad driving uh it, that Lambo. Uh he was filling it up at the holiday gas station in DL and he goes, So is that is that Ben's dad's and he lets him drive it for the video or is that? And I was like, no, no, that's Ben's. Like, but it is funny that he's driven it so much that people started thinking it was his. Yeah. That is kind of annoying. <laughs> I mean, right. Because, I understand that because like people would just love to think that I know it kind of discredits you. It's like you worked really hard to be able to afford it. And then now everyone thinks your dad bought it and you just get to drive it in the video. <laughs> yeah, that is super annoying, actually. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, it really does. So, um, yeah, I'd like to clear that up. Because <laughs> if it did, like, I would just, like, I don't think not be able to people, say shit It's about just a it. few people around here have asked us. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, like, to, but, be, to be real, then he, your dad could go, Ben, I let you drive my cars, which is true. But you yeah. drove his Corvette, like, a total of five times. Dude. Like, ever. And then maybe his rafter a total of five times, like ever. I was in a wedding last week and my mom, my dad must have had my mom text me because my dad was probably new. Like he was running out of chances, you know, uh, opportun- opportuni- opportunities of just like constantly asking me. He probably knew I was getting like sick of it. And uh, so my mom texted me and was like, hey, we're about to leave for the wedding. Your dad wants to know if we can take your car. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. Um yeah, there's like a short little gravel driveway just like from the road into the venue, but like go slow down that. Other than that, like, yeah, I don't care. That and looks out at the wedding. He comes. <laughs> so they drive it to the wedding and everything. And I had like buddies like taking pictures with it. And they were like, yeah. your parents are mobbing your car. And, and it's like <laughs> sitting in the middle of the field because there's like kind of like a farmhouse <laughs> wedding. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and uh, I get home the next day and. I'm looking at my car. It's just dusty as fuck. And I'm like, holy crap. How fast were you going down this like 300 yard driveway? <laughs> like, why is it so dusty? My dad goes, well, your mom needs to figure out how to put into her phone, how to avoid gravel. <laughs> <laughs> what? I go, what? Well, you can't avoid the driveway. Well, yeah, but there was like a little gravel stint that oh, we went no. down, uh, up until that point, and I was like, 
what do you mean gravel stint? How how, how long are we talking here? And he was like, two, three miles, four miles. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> and I my jaw literally drops. I'm like, I literally look him dead in the eye. I go, you drove my fucking Lamborghini down four miles <laughs> of gravel, and he's just like white. He's just like. I know it sucked for me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did it? Okay, good to know. I love how he didn't even—he could have just gotten a car wash and gotten away with it. But he yeah, didn't actually, and, and my mom is sitting there, and goes, "Why would you tell him that? Uh, he didn't need to know that." We looked the car over, and there was nothing wrong with it, which there was really nothing no, wrong with yeah, it. No, and they, cre- they just crapped and, got away with and it. And my dad goes, "Well, when he was driving it." Uh, around the roads before the salt got washed off the roads in early season, that was harder on it than four miles of gravel. And I was like, you can't tell me what I can and can't do with my car. And he goes, I know, I'm just saying, uh, I suppose it's probably the end of uh, you allowing me to drive that thing, huh? Dude, rolls just flipped. I'm yeah, like one actually, time. We'll see. I know how they dad. did that. We'll I've, see. I've been to a wedding there, and I entered it in and. Uh, the thing in on mm-hmm. my phone wrong, or I must have came from the wrong direction, and I had to go down that same exact gravel road, and I was thinking to myself, why is there so much gravel <laughs> yeah. to this wedding venue? And if you go the wrong way, so I know exactly how they did that, and that's actually easy to do, but anyways. Still, though, yeah, I was actually pretty pissed because I was like, you know how mad you would be if I did, if you had a Lamborghini and you let me drive it, and I drove it down four miles of gravel? He was like, I know, I know. I'm sorry about that. God damn, that's but, funny. Yeah, no, I mean it is what it is, but I don't know. It, it's pretty cool though, I guess. Just the amount of people that have driven it. That like, dude, that was like the first Lambo I'd ever even really seen in person, mm-hmm. especially around here. There's none around here, so like, and we travel quite a bit, and we're in like a lot of positions that we'd see cool cars, mm-hmm. and I rarely even see, see them. Yeah. And so like the people around here, truly never see that and it's like when you can just throw the keys and be like yeah take it for a rip like no. that is like i don't know that, that's I think what the that, car should be used yeah for. that's what it should be used for and like that's like the coolest part of it yeah for sure well i think uh that's probably all we got for today i, I oh, just yeah, want to I say, gotta go i gotta go okay yeah i gotta <laughs> go too so all right thank you guys for listening and watching if you're on youtube make sure you hit the subscribe button please please hit the subscribe mm-hmm. button uh we're gonna be back next week with another one. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Yes, sir. Hope you guys are having a great summer. See you next episode. Talk to you later. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home. And then there's a version of it where you have someone help you. You watch them do it the right way. And you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.